So nice to be, whoops, sorry, uh, but so nice to be back with you here on WJR at the start of the week. And you can go to thegreatvoice.com and find us if you can't be here noon to two, if that's inconvenient, to find us uh, on those podcasts and uh, join us. I hope you will. Um, we know about the, the pending auto strike seems unavoidable, although, although uh, UAW President Fain actually said he saw some movement from the Detroit Three, uh, despite inadequate uh, Stellanus offer. Okay. And the front page of the Detroit News today, temps, tears, take center stage in UAW negotiations, different pay, benefits for the same work in unions, crosshairs, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, nationally, they say an auto strike will likely occur later this week, according to analysts, as contract talks between the nation's big three automakers and the United Auto Workers Union appear to be stalled. The current contracts between the union and the three automakers, General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis, expired 11:59 on September 14th, raising the possibility of one or more strikes September 15th. Uh, the guy that we follow and enjoy all the time is Daniel Howes, the senior editor, business columnist for the Detroit News, and he's here to weigh in with his thoughts on what's going on and the very latest in this important week that appears to be inevitable that there'll be a strike. Daniel, always a pleasure. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing pretty well, thank you. Um, I'm gl- glad to hear that. I uh, I think uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think we're probably sleepwalking towards some kind of strike, or strikes plural. Uh, in fact, I don't think you can get through this period of hot rhetoric and and theatrics without having some kind of work stoppage at one of the companies, or potentially more. Um, I mean, I think if we strike more than one company, particularly three companies, we'd be in the historic territory. Um, but uh, I think there's rising anxiety in the part of the automakers as to how they're how this is going to net out clearly they are taking sean bain more seriously about having to get a deal done before the deadline i mean historically you and your listeners know that you know we've gotten up to deadlines in the past and we've continued contracts uh and wrapped it up a day or two or three or four later uh, i think sean fain has indicated they're not going to do that He's he's, and, he's, uh, he's been very clear about that. In fact, you're right. Yeah. He said something like, that's not a suggestion, uh, or I, I'm not exactly sure how he worded it, but let me just say back to what you said. You're right. If they don't have it done by then, they're striking. Right. And, 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 and oh, by the way, the one thing you left off of your lead-in is it's going to happen right as the auto show uh, charity preview happens on Friday the 15th. I mean, can you imagine um, a bunch of picket signs uh, and folks picketing the uh, charity preview? If they do that, if they do that, it will be my pleasure to point out a lot of their problems and inequities in payment for workers. Like, hey, does Sean Fain make more than the guy on the line? Why would that be? Secondly, (laughs) I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I'll say it till the day I'm dead. Well, wait a minute. Now they'll try to kill me, but... I want people to join us at Huntington Place this Friday for the North American International Detroit Auto Show Charity Preview. You'll see fabulous cars. You'll see Jennifer Hudson. And you will be supporting the auto industry. Whatever line you stand on or on one side or another doesn't matter. You don't take this out on the kids 
that will benefit from the charity preview. You don't do that and survive in a healthy environment. Well, and I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I think a lot of us expect that it's a good chance that it will. Um, look, this is th- th- we're, we're potentially cruising towards a, a, a bit of a black eye for the industry. I mean, we've gone 15 years. Now, we did have a strike four years ago, as you, as you well know, 40 days, General Motors, uh, in part because UAW President Gary Jones was under the legal gun, as it were, and, uh, <clears throat> and a lot of people believe and still believe that that was a bit of a diversion. This, I think, is a much bigger deal. Um, you've got an industry that's been doing pretty well. They realize they're going to have to open their wallets. The question is how wide they open those wallets and to what extent they revisit some of the bad old days uh, with things like a, re- a renewed jobs bank and, and some other things that we thought had been dead and buried, like cost of living adjustments. Uh, but the, the union seems to be holding pretty fast to some of that stuff, and we'll see kind of how it develops. And even some of the car companies, I think Ford is, has made some cost of living adjustment uh, off, uh, offers in their, in their counterproposals, so we'll have to see how it plays out. Um, I personally think Ford is more likely to be the lead company here, uh, the company that they try to get a deal with first. Uh, at least that's how it's been looking for the last few days, last week, the end of last week and into this week. But that, that can change uh, on a dime, frankly, at this point. So it is, it's not just my imagination. Um, it, it seems to me that in, through a lot of work at Ford, that the UAW and Ford seem to get along better than the UAW and General Motors and Stellantis. Is that a, a an observation I'm making up, or is that true? No, no, I think that's true. Has been true more or less for 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 a pretty long period of time. Seems uh, to me now there are there are people that will tell you that back in the day, Ford had that distinction before because Ford was way too generous with the UAW uh, comparatively to the other companies. Um, but uh, right now, uh, strip all that away, right now their vice president is Chuck Browning, who clearly has the most experience and the most national bargaining experience of the vice presidents. Uh, Chuck is highly respected at Ford. He's highly respected in the industry, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. uh, when there was a lot of churn at the top of the UAW before Sean Fain ever came along. Uh, a lot of people thought that the next president of the UAW uh, ought to be uh, Sean Fain, or not Sean Fain, um, Chuck Browning. And uh, um, that's obviously not the way this has worked out. Uh, but Chuck is highly respected, and, and a lot of people believe he understands the industry, and he understands how to get a deal. And I think that's really one of the key pieces here, Paul, is, is um, you know, one of the knocks on Sean Fain had been that uh, when he was on national bargaining in the Stellantis department is that he couldn't, he couldn't close the deal. And I said some people had told me, I said, well, what does that mean? And they said, because he's not willing to compromise. So – you know, we're going to we're going to see because you're not no side is going to get everything they want in these negotiations ever. Uh, so and that's just not the way it works. So you can't just keep repeating your 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 demand and think that eventually the other side is going to say, OK, we give up. Um, you get what you want. I don't think that's going to happen here. Um, and it's going to be a question about who gives where and who gives what. Um, no question whether people are going to be getting paid more money. Um, but the devil really, as they say, is going to be in the details. And I want it, uh, like anyone listening should want it, I want it to be completely fair and 
pay the workers a fair wage and the workers understand and accept that. And I want them all to get back to work and do what they do that's caused for them through their work at the auto plants a pretty good life. It's a pretty good life compared to what it used to be. And it will get better, but it's not going to be good if they shut it down for weeks on end. That's right. It just won't be. We've watched it happen over the years, you and I, Daniel. They can hardly ever make up. So, I mean, if they feel good about doing this for future workers at their own expense, they're different than a lot of other people, but God bless them. But we should get along and do well, and everyone should be allowed to make a good living and work together. We should be proud of the company we work for, not call them the enemy, not decide not to shake their hand in the beginning. I mean, there's so much here that upsets me, Daniel, but God bless you for keeping an eye on it and keeping your emotions out of it. You always do a nice job. Take care of yourself, my friend. I will. Thank you. You too. Daniel Howe, Senior Editor, Business and Columnist, Detroit News. And the most positive thing we've seen is the UAW President Sean Fain seeing movement from the Detroit Three despite inadequate Stellantis offer. There's always a hook as we continue on WJR.